0: Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham, unfortunately not a very happy episode today, another final and another loss and that's four and where we haven't scored in any of those four apart from penalties and the penalty shootout in the Manchester United one in 2009 I think, Uh, but where does this leave us now, Harry Kane another trophyless season, how much more can he take of this? I mean, we were completely outplayed by Man City. It could have been a completely different story if Laporte had been sent off like he should, but I'm not sure it would have made that much difference. Uh, we need a new manager, so who are we going to get there and and how are things going to change, if they will change? A lot to talk about. Let's talk another final, same old story. Hi there. Another really disappointing podcast to do now. Another final. We've lost another one, another one where we haven't scored Any goals, I mean, this is the worst one as well. I I, think 20-odd shots for Man City, two for us, only one on target. No shots for Kane, touches for Kane in the Man City penalty area. I mean, I've always said, you know, if you're going to lose a final or lose a game, go out fighting, don't lose at a whimper. Uh, but yeah, I've got all that to talk about. Uh, regular listeners, watchers, uh, Mac and Mark have decided not to do the podcast anymore. Uh, no idea why, but good luck to those guys. Uh, so you're stuck with me, I'm afraid. Uh, but I promise I will try and get people on so it's not just my monotone voice. And in the spirit of that, this one will be limited to about half an hour for that and the fact that I just don't really want to talk about a cup final loss uh, for too long. Um, but yeah, uh I mean, where to begin? I, I I, don't think anyone, even those we want Spurs to win, I don't think anyone can say that City shouldn't have won that and didn't deserve it. Uh, they were far the better team, the only team who literally looked like they wanted a win. Uh, it could have been different. L- Laporte should have been off. Uh, I have no idea why the first one wasn't given a yellow. The first one is usually the one that the referee doesn't have any problem handing out it's that when he's on a yellow and then he makes another decision it's sometimes ums and ahs about whether to give the red but it was two obvious yellows uh, there was talk on Twitter that Reguillon should have been sent off as well if that was the sending off but I didn't see the second one or the first one Um but I mean the one he did get booked on was completely ridiculous so it wouldn't surprise me at all if he's made two challenges like that and should have got sent off uh, but Laporte I mean, I, I don't think it would have changed the game that much. We've seen City before when they've had a man sent off. They still play the same way. They still dictate the ball. They still keep the ball in possession and play the same way. Uh, and we were in that mindset where we would just sit back, sit back, sit back and soak up the pressure. So I don't think it would have made that much difference at all. And, and once you start a game in a negative mindset like that, sit back it's very difficult to kind of switch that off and turn that around, especially if the other team are in a positive mindset. And yes, yeah, it's very, very, very difficult, I think, to switch that off. But we obviously had a game plan, which what I don't get was the game plan was played in a Jose way and we didn't have him in charge. And I put that on levy. Um, why you get rid of a manager who... has made a reputation of winning big cup finals throughout his entire career and you get rid of him six days before yours. So you give a new inexperienced manager six days to prepare for a cup final against the best club in England, possibly Europe, that remains to be seen. I mean, I said on the last episode with Rob that I heard that it's a possibility Simon Jordan saying that it could be got rid of him in case he did win the final and then he can't get rid of him unless he wants a lawsuit. But surely part of of Jose's remit was to get top four and into the Champions League, which he isn't. So even if he wins the cup, you can still get rid of him and avoid that lawsuit by saying, well, you didn't achieve your remit because, you, you, you know, you didn't get in the top four. So it's just absolutely bizarre timing and just crazy. Whether we'd have won that with Jose, I'm not sure. But the way that we played, we played in a Jose way. And that's what he does. That's what he does. But, yeah, I, I, it's not really Mason's fault. I mean, and people having to go at him as poor substitutions, which they were poor, taking more off who I thought was our only one who looked like he was going to do anything. The, the two yellow cards against LaPorte. Were him doing what Maura does and, and trying to be positive and, and skinning people and, and trying to make things happen? And you take him off for Soko of all people, or was it Bay but we'll get on to Sissoko in a minute. But yeah, Maura was the only one who looked like he was going to do anything. And you take him off and completely quash any attacking intent that we had in that game and Bale came on and, and didn't do anything. But another thing is Bale scored the winner against Southampton man of the match against Southampton. He's rested. If, if that was Jose doing that, there'd be fans going up the wall, but because it's Mason, it's kind of under the carpet. But again, I don't really blame Mason. He's completely inexperienced in the job that he's doing. And, and, and so he's going to make mistakes because he well, he's only 29 for start, but this is his second game in management at a senior level of a club that should in a cup final and a club that want to be in, in the top European competition when previously he's been working at under-18's coaching level. So it's complete, complete change for him and he's going to make mistakes. I mean, even Jose makes mistakes and he's... An, experienced manager of 20-plus years. But Sissoko coming on as well. Um, I mean, fans are scapegoating him because it was him who Laporte got above. I mean, obviously, Laporte scores, obviously. The player who shouldn't be on the pitch then scores, but it was a terrible goal. But uh, Hoiberg on the the post, I don't put blame on him because it came at him so quickly and he's got to try and move his feet, but Laporte's just got the run on Sissoko. And, and to say Sissoko is the worst player you've ever seen because of that, I think that's slightly unfair. The, <laughs> the guy is not renowned for his heading ability. That's Toby and Dier kind of thing, heading. And Laporte's just got the run on him. But whether there should have been better communication, I mean, who you should be blaming in that scenario is Aurier. I mean, he never learns his bloody lesson. Another needless free kick. Sterling had his... Not only is back to goal, but he was facing the, the, the crowd. He's going absolutely nowhere. The, the best he can do in that situation is shield the ball, wait for the full-back to come over, pass it to him, and a cross comes in. But Orria bundles him over for no real reason, and he does it all the time. No real reason. Gives him a free cross into the box with all their heavy hitters at the back up front uh, in the box. Absolutely ridiculous, and he does it all the time just never learns his lesson. He, he played well in that match all yeah. I mean, Sterling beat him a couple of times, but he, he stuck to his task. And, and then he comes and rush a blood to the head again, stupid decisions. And then we concede a free kick, which leads to a goal from it and then costs us the game. But then after that, I mean, we lost one nil there and literally Ten minutes, eight minutes left, plus injury time, so, say, four, so 12 minutes, not a glove on them, not, not even a chance, not even an attempt. I mean, you're in a final, for God's sake, there's no goal difference here. So, I mean, if you get done 3-0, caught twice, trying to attack, do that rather than just sit, do nothing and lose 1-0. I mean, I'd much, much rather, if, if you're going to lose a game, I'd much, much rather lose a game by a few goals, trying to go and score, than by one goal and just not doing anything. It's just, we've got Kane, Son and Bale on the pitch and literally no chances at all. We didn't even have a corner so we could get Lois up. That That's the most disappointing for me, I think. It's just... Fair enough if you're going to lose it was always going to be a tough ass, but I did think we could win as I say I always think we can win even when we're even if we're in a relegation battle I'd still think we can win every game and yet we we two chances one a speculative effort from Toby outside the box and the other one Lacelso which the keeper saved, which a keeper should be saving that to be fair but literally it and, and 12 minutes to go, 1 0 down, just conceded the goal. It was, it was almost like you could see the heads completely drop. It's just, you know, I mean, maybe that is the mentality issue, and Jose has not been able to change that at all. We've got a bunch of, of, of weak minded players, maybe one or two exceptions, but those exceptions can't drag the rest of the team through. But, I mean, the head dropping, I just, uh, it's just so disappointing. I, I, I'd have been angry anyway, but I wouldn't have minded if we'd have lost 4-0 with 3 goals in that last 10 minutes because we've tried to score a goal and we've been picked off. At least you're trying, you know. Uh, Where was that Ajax spirit in Amsterdam, you know, just leave everything on the pitch, go for it. And if you lose, you lose. But if you win, you're heroes. Where was that fighting spirit? Most of that team is the same team or same squad. Uh, Just, yeah. I mean, some crying at the end. People have to go at some because he had a bad game, a terrible game. I'll correct myself. Terrible game and he's crying so he can't cry because he was awful. Just, Just because you're awful doesn't mean you can't be upset about it. You saw his interview last week saying, I'm not proud of being a final. I'm there to win it. He's upset and he's probably upset as well because he didn't contribute because he was awful. I mean, I've not seen his passing that bad for a long, long time. And I fear now that in the summer to raise money, it'll be him going and not Kane. I mean, that's good in the sense that if that happens, Kane will stay, but Kane and Son are kind of a double act, aren't they? Certainly this season. And he's our only player up there, if you take Lucas out, who's got genuine pace going forward. Uh, And he's just having a real bad spell at the moment. I, I think possibly, and you looked at Son in that game, every time he got the ball, he never took Walker on, It was always go backwards. And that's similar to what Luke Shaw did at United when Jose was there. So I think Jose has created such a negative way of playing there that the players' first thoughts, a lot of them, is to go backwards rather than do what they were doing under Pochettino and and where we were killing teams and go forward. Because every... uh, I mean, it's going to be difficult, uh, difficult to take Walker on because he's so quick. at least try and take him on if you don't get it the first you know you don't get it the first time try again you know And, and you're far further up the pitch there so it's not like you're doing it on the edge of your own box but every time came backwards every time slowed it down backwards yeah and where sun is so much better taking people on pace trickery and then usually composure um but maybe it was the way we were playing as well. We had a negative mindset from the start. and and But we do have to say congratulations to City. I don't like City because they've bought everything they've uh, won, really. Uh, but you've got to say they've got an unbelievable team there. And Phil Foden, uh, if he doesn't start for England in the Euros, then Gareth Southgate is clearly not watching the same football that we're watching. Uh, but congratulations to them. Uh, I mean... <laughs> I don't like PSG either, but there's one person in PSG that I do like Two If you include Mbappe, I quite like him, but you'll know who I'm talking about. So it'd be nice for him to beat city again. Um, but yeah, congratulations to City for winning the cup, a, a record fourth in a row as well. I mean, that's going to be difficult to start. You wouldn't bet on them five in a row next year. Uh, but they thoroughly deserved that win. I mean, that first half, nil-nil. How we got in at nil-nil, I have no idea. I, a combination of luck, which you need, and just bad finishing from City, really. Uh, Foden should have scored when he hit the post. It was a good deflection from Toby that, I mean, he should be scoring. But I thought the defence, I, th- I thought Dyer. that was a, a pretty good game from him, considering how he's been this season. I thought he was fairly solid. I, I saw the interview with him as well. Uh, he's just devastated as well. So I feel for him. I think they're all devastated. It's just they don't seem to have the mentality to move up and, 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 and you know seize those big, big moments. Uh, it's like they're, they're playing scared. Yeah. yeah. Alex Ferguson's philosophy was win the game. Joe says philosophy a lot of the time is don't lose the game. And... That negativity there can rub off on the players. Whereas if you're positive, it's no surprise that Ferguson's United team scored so many late goals because it was always about winning. So you're always positive. You're always positive. And that's very similar to Pochettino when we had him. It was go win the game. We scored a lot of late goals as well. Whereas Jose, it's, it's very negative. And because of that negative attitude and mentality, I think, when you can see the goal, that's when you can see the hedge drop. And and, the negative play there, it it puts too much pressure on the defence because they're always under pressure because you're playing so negative so that your play is always encouraging the other team on and always encouraging the other team on. So the other team are always around your defence and pressurising your defence and then mistakes happen, individual errors happen. That then leads to a bit more lack of confidence And it's a spiraling effect that spirals and spirals and spirals. Whereas if you play attacking football, try and win, like City do, your defence aren't really under pressure because the onus is always on the attacking players. But that leads us on to, we need a new manager again. Again, I mean, that's that's Levy's mantra, isn't it? Yeah, need a new manager. But, I mean... It's like Groundhog Day. I don't see anything changing with Levy in charge of transfers and and, and the way he has been operating because, I mean, that ESL uh, statement he had where we didn't want to stand still, we didn't buy him one for 500 days. Pochettino said in an interview with Lineker that we needed a painful rebuild. He's not just saying that to Levy the first time. Levy's hearing it the first time from Lineker. Lineker's interview he must have told him that and he's just completely ignored him and now we're in a situation where we're in Uh, as long as Levy is involved in transfers I don't see anything changing unfortunately it's just going to be the same next manager comes in same result next manager comes in same result and you know if it's not going to change under Jose Mourinho a manager who's won 20 plus trophies I, I don't see how it can work for anyone even Alex Ferguson would struggle with it but we're after Sally, apparently. I mean, are oh, we just going for Chelsea rejects now, are we? Get Vialli in, get Hullet in. I just... I'm not sure if Hullet managed Chelsea, actually, but you get my drift. But uh, Sarri, oh, he doesn't exactly play attacking football, does he? Uh, Rodgers... Uh, <laughs> Why Rodgers is Rogers going to leave Leicester? I mean, if they have another capitulation, they finish outside the top four, then maybe. But I'm I'm pretty sure I read that he said before that he'd never ever work for Levy. Uh, Benitez, not sure about that. Uh, I think his stock has fallen a little bit. Liverpool was when he was at his best. He didn't really work at Madrid. Uh, he did wonders at Newcastle, but a completely different kettle of fish there. They're in a relegation battle, not fighting for Europe. Uh, Nagelsmann, which by all accounts, he's going to go to Bayern Munich. So I think we've lost out on him. And I mean, you can't really compare Bayern Munich with a far bigger team than Tottenham. They're going to be in the Champions League for a start. Um, so, yeah, and, unless you're a fan of Tottenham, it's, it's no question Bayern Munich or Tottenham. It's always going to be Munich. Uh, I've missed out a few. I know I have. Uh, but the one that I want now, and and. When when I did the podcast with Matt and Ben about uh, United game, anything but United, check that out on YouTube channel. Uh, Ben has been telling me for months now, uh, Graham Potter from Brighton should be your new manager. Uh, Santo from Wolves is another one, which I wouldn't mind that, but I'm not sure he plays attacking football. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but Potter, he's been telling me Potter for months now. He plays attacking football. In, if you look at Brighton, their issue is they don't have a striker. If they'd have had, I don't know, Ings, for example, they'd be comfortably in the Premier League next season and they'd be pushing for a European place. I mean, seventh, I think, it's a Europa conference, whatever the hell that is. I mean, it's something I don't want to be in. It just sounds absolutely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, they'd be fighting up there, I think, for like eighth place seventh place maybe if they had a decent striker. But you look at them, the build up play, it, it's it's attractive football, it's quick football. Uh, whether it's a, a too big a job for him a too big a step up would remain to be seen. Uh, the issue that I have is he's not a big enough name to get Levy to do what he wants. I mean, but then like I said, <laughs> neither was Jose. So who is you know uh, but the issue that a lot of fans will have is we went from Jose to now Brighton's manager and they'd think it's a step down and all of that business but you know I can't remember who it was before but Pochettino wasn't exactly a huge name was he he, he was Southampton manager yeah. Southampton in the bottom half I mean they or were they in the top half but they weren't pushing for Europe so he, he wasn't exactly a huge name and and look how that turned out you know that, that five years has turned us into this, this team that we have now it, You know, we're upset if we don't get in Champions League, whereas before that, we were disappointed if we didn't get into Champions League. So, you know, and and, and, uh, with all due respect to Brighton, Spurs are a bigger team than Brighton. So I think you'd be able to tempt uh, Potter over. Um, Wolves are slightly trickier because he's brought them, they were in the Championship when he he was there. So he's, taking him up in a similar way to Eddie Howe to Bournemouth uh, and, and Chris Wilder at Sheffield United uh, I wouldn't want him I mean I know he's out of the job and he's done well in the Premier League I wouldn't want him because I don't think the football that he plays is attacking we we, we need now after you know this Mourinho era which hasn't worked out of just Not anti-football, but uh, I mean, you you can't really call it anti-football because it's successful for him. It hasn't been here, but during his career it has been. And and fans will be in the stadium next season. So whether that was the reason that uh, he was fired. But again, they're not in there at the moment. And you've got a cup final, let him have the cup final. Um, But yeah, fans in the stadium next season. I mean... Levy and Enoch are, are, are completely even further down than they were before in fans' estimation because of the ESL. Uh, so they, they need some something to try and appease the fans. So I think get an attacking coach, attacking play, give them a preseason, although that would be tricky because of the Euros. But you know, and the next season we have some attacking football again, and then at least you know if we're going to lose games. We do it trying to win rather than just sitting back and then you know going out with a whimper and like i said that that, that was the biggest disappointment in that final I, i'm angry we lost don't get me wrong furious we lost furious that laporte should have been sent off furious that mora came off when he was our attacking player but i'm even more furious about the fact that two shots in the whole game and none when we went 1-0 down with 12 minutes left and we went out with a complete whimper and just... yeah, I, and You get Jose in to change the mentality of the players, again, like with the Levy situation, if he can't change the mentality I'm not sure anybody can. Um, yeah, so Potter for me and uh, Ben, if you're listening or watching I'll give you credit for that. If he turns up at us and then does well I'll give you credit for that not often I give you credit and I'll probably do it quietly <laughs> and so you can't hear. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for me. I don't really want to talk any more about this final. The, the season's over now. We're still in that top four race, definitely in that top four race. If 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 a few results go our way, everyone on 33 games and we're still in within a couple of points, two, three points, which I don't think we are now because Chelsea won out, didn't they? And they're fourth. So I think fourth is really tough now it's just about steadying the ship having giving us something to cheer about come the end of the season uh, and then regroup again get a new manager new philosophy <sighs> we all talk about getting rid of the deadwood I don't think that's going to happen because Levy will want top dollar always and there's been a coronavirus pandemic for the be- uh, year and a bit now which still isn't over so teams aren't going to have that money I hope Sun and Kane stay, but I have a feeling that one of them will go uh, to fund stuff. But again, Levy's going to want for Kane, let's say, at least 150 million. I reckon 200 million for another Premiership club, Man City. And who's got that kind of money? So it's going to be a very interesting summer, but for the rest of the season, let's, um, you know, give us something to cheer about. Play some attacking football, score some goals, and, and give people like Kane a reason to stay. Like, oh, okay, we're progressing again. Get a new manager in, an attacking player, which will help him and get a playmaker in and try and play a little bit the way that we did with Poch. I mean, you know, or PSG win win the uh, Champions League, won his trophy, come back home. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it for me. I'll be back after the Sheffield United game. Hopefully, that's a much, much better. Atmosphere and so much more positive to talk about. Uh, I think it's a way, so it'd be tricky anyway. they have relegated; they've got no pressures anymore. Um, we're still fighting for European qualifications, so the pressure's on us. Uh, how we react to this uh, cup final defeat is another question. Um, but yeah, so just get a win and, and you know finish the season strongly. Give us something to be optimistic about for next season. So, I so say I'll be back after that one. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. I'll have a couple of guests for that one, at least one guest, but hopefully two. Uh, so keep your eyes posted on Twitter for that. Uh, be back then, and come on, you Spurs! Thanks so much for watching. Before you go, please make sure you give the like and subscribe buttons a click. Any questions, comments, or any suggestions for future episodes, if you just add those into a comment on the YouTube video. If you're listening to the audio only podcast, thanks so much for listening. Anyone who wants the audio only podcast, you can get that at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at LTalkTottenham, you can find all the information there. I'll be back soon. Until then, come on, you Spurs.